12 minutes it is after uh, 8 p.m. You tuned in to a Metro FM talk here on the Mighty Metro. And it's our SMME exchange. And as I said earlier on when we started uh, today, trying to uh, make sure that we get all of our ducks in a row and all of our affairs in order uh, as it relates to many of those who we employ uh, to work uh, with us and alongside us uh, in uh, the businesses that we're trying to build. And uh, we touch on uh, issues of uh, hiring, onboarding, uh, ensuring that the right systems are in place and uh, we're able to comply, of course, with a raft of uh, requirements uh, uh, that uh, come, I guess, uh, with being able to employ people across different sectors. Richard Maumakwe, CEO at uh, Onesi, joins me this evening. Richard, good evening to you and welcome. Good evening, Ayabonga. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Richard, thank Thank you very much. And, uh, you know, uh, I was saying earlier on uh, to, um, well, I guess sometime last week to uh, Kuma, our producer, that, um, you know, uh, one of the major challenges that small and medium-sized enterprise owners face um, is really, I guess, uh, in relation to building all of your systems in your business so that you don't end up working, uh, as people often say, in your business, but you work on your business. And uh, one of those relates to ensuring that all of the boxes are ticked when it comes to the employment status and relationships uh, with your employees. Uh, certainly, no doubt, more important in this current moment of COVID-19 where UIF and, of course, uh, you know, uh, TERS played such a critical role. That is 100% correct. Uh, what we've, and I, you know what, I sometimes also want to try and sympathize with the, the small businesses because... I look back at also where um, I came from when we started the business. Uh, you know, we we tend to, to put, you know, um, a lot of these requirements at the back of our minds. We're focusing too much on our craft and we realized only later that, you know, uh, it could really jeopardize everything that we wake up and work so hard for. Uh, it's really important that if you want to run a successful business, that you know, you want to grow uh, and be able to compete out there with the best, you need to start by taking your business seriously from day one uh, and make sure that things like this are complied with uh, so that, you know, even if when those opportunities come uh, and they want to, you know, vet that you are really running a, a, a proper business, you can be able to easily, easily, uh, you know, uh, show that, you know, uh, you have the right systems and those systems are helping you to make sure that things like UIS, uh, your skills development levies, your, your PYE uh, are in order. And, uh, you know, looking at our business, um, we try also uh, quite a bit to enter into uh, the government space. And through that, we, we meet also quite a lot of, uh, you know, uh, small businesses that are, are trying to do the same. And, the paperwork that comes with, you know, th those efforts, uh, it's it's a lot, uh, and they are very strict in terms of, you know, uh, uh, giving business to to, to organisations that um, are, mm. are, are complying. Um, and hence, we I would really want to emphasise that, you know, it's not a nice to have to to invest in in this. Uh, uh, system, sure. but rather something that will really help uh, small businesses to compete with the best. Yeah, Richard, let's maybe go a bit deeper into those um, because I mean the ones that come to mind certainly 
um, from a compliance perspective, I mean, just aside from a contract, of course, um, would be, as you said, pay as you earn, the UIF, um, and in some cases, depending on the size of the entity, skills development levies, um, and in some sectors, you would certainly have to have occupational health, safety, uh, uh, you know, funds that you would contribute to. Um, we've, we've heard many an experience of people not paying over some of those monies, uh, you know, in cases where they're supposed to, um, you know, uh, where you take the payroll taxes, but you don't necessarily pay it over to the receiver of revenue. Um, and I guess that might be a major challenge now when many businesses find themselves in all manner of liquidity constraints, your suppliers are not paying you on time, uh, you're not being able to, I guess, get new business because of the demand conditions. Um, you know, how, how do we navigate that particular space? Um, so this is what really happens uh, on the day to day. You know, small businesses are trying to keep every single cent that they've got. But more so, at least in my, uh, in my opinion, um, I think it's important that, you know, as much as we're trying to, to keep uh, as much, you know, uh, of these cents in our, in our bank account, we must also look at what would be the, the cost of, uh, you know, keeping those cents that we're also not supposed to keep, uh, but rather especially if you are deducting from the employee, uh, because we must remember that at the end of the day, uh, as employers, uh, whether we're small business or, or large business, we are agents of these uh, government institutions. Uh, employees heavily, heavily depend on, on us as employers to, to deduct these funds from, from their uh, remuneration and pay them over. It's not our money. So keeping it not only jeopardizes the businesses, but it also jeopardizes the employees themselves because you remember at the end of the day, um, this fund uh, starts at the end of the tax year, for example. We'll look at, you know, uh, you've earned so much, you were supposed to pay so much tax, uh, NUIF and SDL is applicable. But according to their records, if, uh, you know, the employer has not done that, it means that the employee has not complied. So it's, it's a, it, it becomes a little bit bigger uh, than, than you know, just the employer, uh, you know, handling the, the money. Uh, the mm-hmm. employees also heavily uh, depend on this. But also the sure. other dire consequences that could also come with this is that, you know, we've seen last year with COVID, uh, the UIF, you know, it was really, really, uh, you know, looking to, to, to help uh, all these employees who are, who are really stranded. But... If they were not contributing uh, or, you know, these monies were not being paid over, it does mm. really negatively uh, affect, you know, uh, how much they can claim, for example. Uh, and, and that really becomes a, a bit disastrous, if, you know, us as employers are entrusted with, you know, uh, withholding these monies and paying them over and, mm. you know, we don't do that. So sure, it, sure. it's much cheaper. Richard. I want us to pause here for a second and take a quick spot break. When we come back, um, I want us to also maybe unpack, uh, I guess, you know, how uh, people can be able to get the adequate support that they need for many of these administrative and compliance processes, but also maybe to speak about some of the other qualitative processes um, in, uh, uh, you know, the human resources discussion right through the value chain from advertising a post, you know, to doing the interviews, you know, to hiring, onboarding, 
Uh, and then, of course, uh, some challenges and issues around performance, retention, uh, and that kind of thing. So 20 minutes it is now after 8 p.m. It's our SMME exchange, and uh, we take a brief break now. We'll continue after this. 23 minutes it is after 8 p.m. It's the SMME exchange here on uh, Metro FM Talk. And uh, this evening we're talking human resources and uh, uh, speaking to Richard Maumakwe, who's the CEO at Ornesi, and uh, talking about the administrative and compliance issues that come with uh, employing people in many of our uh, uh, growing businesses. Uh, and I guess uh, how we make sure that we get some of those things right so that we don't make very, very costly mistakes very early on uh, in our journey. Now, I want us to, uh, Richard, maybe I guess uh, uh, conclude the point around some of the compliance and administrative issues that you're raising. Um, and how you can be able, in many cases where, you know, uh, people often say if you're in a small business, uh, in some cases, uh, you probably don't have the time to be doing all of these things yourself, nor do you have the money to hire somebody to do it as a specific, you know, job. Um, and in many cases, you might have to outsource it. That's very true. Um, you know, this is something that we have also been uh, really looking into over the years. Um, and, you know, that is why we actually even developed this uh, cloud-based uh, HR and payroll system because uh, we really, you know, uh, have seen that it becomes really, really difficult for for business owners to try and comply with every single uh, regulation that is out there. Uh, and I think the best thing that, you know, uh, they can do is really to look into uh, how we, you know, uh, companies like us at Onesti can really help them so that they can focus on their core business, but at the same time not compromising these other processes that uh, their businesses heavily, heavily uh, depend on to to be successful at the end of the day. Uh, one of the things that we have done as well this, uh, this year, and we are actually busy launching, uh, is that we looked at a package that would really, really help the, the startups and the small businesses uh, to, at, from the get-go, uh, comply with human resource uh, requirements as well as payroll, uh, because there's actually quite a lot of, uh, you know, processes within HR uh, that, you know, if you were to get a, a business owner to try and make sure that they attend to all of them, it would be difficult. That is why our systems are there to help them, mm. they can run their businesses uh, better. Sure, sure. Let, let's maybe talk about some operational processes in relation to, uh, you know, human resources broadly. I mean, I was making the point before we went to the break of, of that value chain through from when you advertise, um, you know, when you express the need for a particular uh, uh, skill set, capability, uh, right through to, say, you know, when you get to, uh, I guess, you know, uh, hiring somebody, onboarding them into into your business, uh, effectively tracking, managing performance, retention, um, you know, all of those, I guess, in, in many instances require uh, many a, a business leader who's tuned in, I guess, to what it is they want to achieve and how uh, the human capital can get them there. Yes. Um, in, a, in a short sentence, it's called the, the employee life cycle. Um, you know, there's a whole mm. lot of processes that, during your, your employment life, uh, you know, the employer has to go through these processes. Uh, talent acquisition is, is definitely one of those that uh, starts with, uh, you know, that uh, the, the employers would look at as a start. Uh, 
I think the businesses heavily depend on getting the right talent. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, but, you know, sometimes the limitation in terms of the reach. I mean, if you look at uh, the big brands that are out there, um, they are very successful. And most of, one of the reasons why is that talent goes to them. Uh, you know, they, uh, example would be the Cokes of this world. You know, people know that as a brand and they know that they want to work uh, for such company. But again, we cannot deny that uh, small businesses are actually the biggest employer in the, uh, in the country, which means that they need to be the ones that are thriving. And for them to do that, they need to get the right talent. So hence, it's important sometimes to look into these e-recruitment solutions because with those solutions in place, uh, they can really uh, also be able to stand a chance to get the right talent for, for, for their businesses. And then once the recruitment process, mm. you know, is done and now the, the, the employees are in the business, it's really, really important that you you are effective in how you manage the employee. I would even say that business business owners, uh, it's, it's more important to manage your employee than to run your business. Uh, if you are running your mm. business while these employees are there, it really means you are working in the business, but you are not working on your business. Uh, and that it could be a, a, a big uh, drawback for, 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 for the business owners. I think if you are managing employees effectively, it means firstly you have a high employee morale, and that talks to you know uh, how you make sure that employees don't complain about things like leave, how you are compensating them, uh, you know how you are um, taking an interest in their career development, uh, how you are developing them as individuals as well how you are managing their performance in the business. All those things are intertwined in a HR space. And, you know, you cannot focus on one and ignore the other. Uh, I think it's very important that, you know, as a business owner, understandably that you don't understand these processes, but if you have the right systems, you can have a right calendar and you can effectively manage this without feeling like you are lifting a finger. Um, mm-hmm. And I think if, if you do all those things correctly, your employees will work for you. You don't have to uh, work uh, a single day in your business, but your business doesn't have to suffer because of that. Uh, and again, also, uh, as I've mentioned, uh, you know, it's always important to also look at how the, the employees can grow with your business. Mm. Uh, because sometimes you focus more on the success of your business, but you don't realize that that success if, if, you know, you are also, uh, you know, taking care of, of your, your high flyers and, of course, your, mm. your work performance as well because, uh, you know, they can also, uh, uh, you know, affect your business. But I think if you have these sure. uh, systems in place, you can definitely effectively manage your people and work on your business. Awesome stuff. Uh, Richard, we'll have to leave it there, but a uh, real pleasure uh, catching up with you. And thank you very much for sharing your insights with us uh, this evening. Richard Momakwe is the CEO of Ornesi speaking to us uh, this evening for our SMME exchange here on Metro FM Talk. Half past eight is the time and uh, we're going to take a brief break. When we come back,